0: Good morning everybody and welcome to the Gallant Fuse Daily News Show for Thursday the 16th of February 2023. My name's Colin and I'm here to give you all the, all the latest Rangers news from the last 24 hours. Um, it is press conference day today but at the time of recording, uh, ten past seven, the press conference hasn't been yet. Um, So we'll give you all that update from tomorrow. Michael Beale and Todd Cantwell, however, were speaking to RTV and other news outlets um over the last couple of days. Um and quite a few um quite a few snippets from that to run through. So I'll start with Michael Beale first. Um when asked about uh the squad size and what what movement needs to happen and the next transfer window, he went on to say, We have too many players in my opinion. There's a reason we've carried one or two more. We've had injury problems and we've had to supplement that. When I say we have too many, we have young players out on loan as well. So when pre-season starts, they're all back in the building. I want all the players to have clarity in their role in the squad. And it's difficult the more players you have. If you look at the top teams in the top leagues, like Arsenal at the minute, they have the most consistent 11, and I know from being at Liverpool when they won, that was the case as well. When we won the league we had a core of seven or eight that play. With the amount of subs in each match day squad now, I want everyone to feel engaged and involved in the squad. I want everyone to feel their best days are in front of them and to know the pecking in order to get in the team and what they've got and what role they've got. If you look at Fashion Sical and Todd Cantwell, they've rotated the last few games and are completely different, so they are competing for the same role. But there will be certain games that suit fashion more than Todd and vice versa. So they're aware of that because it's been spoken about. Players like honesty and clarity, and that's my motto. The last few weeks, only having 18 fit means I've not had to leave anyone out of the squad. It's not shying away from a job, I just think every player is engaged. If you have a second team behind your first team, then you probably need one more goalie and one more number nine. Within that, You then have hybrid players like Haji, Tillman, Kent, Arfield, Kimara, Nico Raston. Players who don't always play in one position. It gives you more options. We look for that in players. Those hybrid qualities and it benefits us. We've seen it in the past with Calvin Bassey. We don't need any more than that. If there are young boys around it, then wonderful. But we don't want to devalue the shot or the expectations. And obviously that... um, that we don't want to devalue the shot. That's been the the main newspaper headline that you'll see in the likes of The Record and uh, The Sun, etc. Um, all pretty... You know, I don't think there's anything too mind-blowing. I think it's very um less You know, we, we know he prides himself in honesty and communication and being forth, forthcoming. Um, so there's nothing really too surprising there. Um. It's I do like the idea of people knowing where they stand in the in the squad, so they know what they need to do to either keep that position or to get in ahead of them uh, and to get to get up the pecking order. Um it beats competition and healthy competition leads to uh you know, leads to a successful squad. It was asked about um the players coming up for um the players who are coming up for out-of-contract, most notably Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos. So he said, In terms of the players that are out-of-contract, there are a couple of things, really. You've changed managers, so ideas might have changed. That's the personal form and health. That's important. And the other is how the season ends. The fans are in that part of how the season ends. If players really show up well in the last 14, 15 games and were in one cup final and hopefully in another, and if the players play well, the fans will be desperate for them. If between now and the end of the season the form drops and we have some difficult days, in the fans and the club may have to look in a different direction, so everything is up in the air. So my job is to get us in a healthier position than we found ourselves in November. We've done that, but everything has to be has to be decided. We're back where we should have been. Now we have to get. Now we have to go deliver for the fans. Even if Kent and Morelos decide to move on, they'll go away Uh, Bill's best wishes. Because he's went on to say, I love both of them in different ways. My relationship with Ryan has broken about a lot. When I went to Liverpool in 2012, he was in my team there and our relationship has been attached since then. The thing with Ryan is, he gives the team so much out of possession. With every player, if you don't play for us out of possession then you don't play, that's a rule we have. And... It's why sometimes we make changes if we're not happy with the intensity. Ryan is always a 100% to his teammates. People spoke about him throwing more goals. Ryan wants, wants to throw more. They want him to get more assists. Ryan wants more, but one thing his teammates will never throw at him is his work ethic. I love the bones of him, and he's at that moment in his career and age where he has an option and a decision to make. Would very much like it we stay. If Ryan really wants to be here and has the energy for the next three or four years, if there is anything off or he feels he's been here, then no problem. He'll get the biggest hug in the world and walk out the front door. It's the same with Alfredo. There's a misconception about him compared to the boy I worked with every day. We've always had a really strong relationship through my terrible Spanish, but since I've come back, he's been fantastic. He's matured a lot. He's a record scorer in Europe. We've won leagues and cups and got to the Europa League final with him. Whatever decision is made, he needs to walk out the front door. That's what my communication has been with both boys. So, really interesting about um, Kent and Morelos here. The overarching theme is uh, um, that there, there is no pressure. The ball's in their court. I, I like it's, um He's not. He's not treating them with contempt because he's not, uh, they've not signed yet, because that won't do us any favours. We've still got a League Cup final to win. Um, he's right. We need the best out of these two players between now and the end of the season. So I like how we seen the left, that, that um, they walk out the front door if they do walk out, but they want to. Like, he wants to keep off of them. Um, I think it's really clear Um He's got a stronger connection and probably a, a stronger stronger want for Ryan Kent to stay. However, um, that's just my interpretation of that segment. Um, Todd Campbell as well, he gave a couple of snippets to the mainstream press um, about his uh, winning attitude and bringing that to Rangers. He said, I'm a winner. I want to be a winner and coming to the Rangers was definitely a good idea. I think I've had a pretty dramatic start to my ca- career, really. I've had four promotions, a relegation, and had some different bits and pieces. To be honest, it puts me in a good place where I know what it is I want to be and where I want to get to. At Norwich, when we were in the Championship, we had that responsibility and we were touted to win every game, really. Being here and being in all the cup competitions and stuff like that, it is a bigger weight, but it's something that I personally love and I want to win games. Uh, he, went, he then went on to speak about the senior players in the, in the squad um, and he's you know, very full of praise. They have been massive, to be fair. I sat next to the corner in the changing room and he put put his arm around me quite early and let me know the, the way around here and what, and what is good and what is not. I can only be thankful, to be honest, and it has been a smooth transition. For him to take the time, he obviously thinks, he thinks a bit of me to do that because he doesn't need to. My teammates have been brilliant with me. So that's nice to see. Um nice to see him call it Connor Goldson, um, in particular. Um at um you know, I, I think there's a, a lot of chat around Connor Grosson about is he the like is he the main leader? Some people think he is the main leader. Other people don't see him. Um, I think we really miss him when he's gone and stuff like that that you hear with um Todd Camwell. That just, I think that re- reconfirms how much of an impact he has in the squad when he is fit and available. Um, I-, I seen when he is fit and available. He's almost always fit and available. Um, it's just been a um a few very short spells over his Rangers career, but no, that's good to see Todd Camwell settling and well. Um and other and other Rangers news slightly away from the football. Um the next phase of Rangers development plans for the Iber's area is set to come to light this week. Um where it looks as if we've got to get approval for the Albion car park to be renovated into a uh, blocks of flats. Um so Rangers have an agreement in place with property developer merchant homes to build um 160 flats um in two two four storey U-shaped blocks. Um so 160 flats in total um on the site of just off Edmondson Drive and Brimmon Road where the current Albion car park is. Um so the design takes inspiration from the shape of the stadium um and strongly utilise the same red brick um as the the Ibert's main stand. Um. So the property developer, um, they've their ambition for Albion is to create a residential development that is both sympathetic to and celebratory of the history of the Ibrox area. The site has gone through a number of iterations over the years, including former UCs as a greyhound stadium and training ground for Rangers FC. So, doing about digging on uh, this in terms of what people's thoughts are. Um, the third and fourth fall really didn't go down well at all. Um, I I don't think there's much um much supporters uh, from on there. At, at face value, I I don't really see it as a bad idea. Um, I think the biggest argument, um, from that the posters and the fourth fall fed was that the club could have used this space and. Um, in better commercial sense they could have used a hotel they could have or they could have built a hotel or could have built a multi-storey car park um, I don't know I, I don't know how much um, how how much Rangers will make from this um, long term because I think I really depends on the deal that they have with um, the property developer if, um, if Rangers are going to um, have letting agreements um in place here and potentially make a long term income from that. It's not the worst idea. Um, I think we really need to see the financials, but at face value, I, I don't see it being that much of an issue. I get the idea of a hotel or a multi-storey car park, but for the majority of the year, they won't be, they won't be in use. The hotel, um, it's only really used for Rangers games and. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know Edmondson House will be a concert venue, but I can't see very many people selling out a, a two hundred room hotel for a, a thousand pound. uh sorry, a, a thousand, a thousand person capacity concert venue. Um, in the south side of Glasgow. Um, it's no, it's no the most attractive of areas. Um, and the same roads where a multi story car park, other than match days. How often is that going to get used? So I think we need to see the financials of this to really see it as a um a good long term option. The last bit of news for me today, um, Pedro Mendes he had an interview with um Grosvenor Sport, just been about how he joined Rangers and why he left. Um, why he left it's very fair enough. He said, I wanted to play at the World Cup and it felt if I moved to Sporting, I would have a better chance of making the squad, and that's what happened. I played every game in the 2010 World Cup in South Africa and it was a dream come true. I think I'd been left out unfairly before that, but I knew I had to leave Scottish football to have a better chance. I wasn't happy to leave Rangers because they were a huge club, but I knew that players in La Liga or Serie A would be picked for Portugal ahead of me. I think now it's different. People have seen Rangers beat Portland Braga in Europe, so they know that Scottish football is different now. When talked about how he signed, um, he he said, the story of how I signed for Rangers is unbelievable. I took my wife to London on the Tuesday for a couple of days as we were not due to train until Thursday. On Wednesday, I got a phone call saying, Pedro, Rangers are in for you. What do you think? And I had to quick quickly look to see what was happening there. And I said to my wife, I think we have to pack again. She was never happy when we had to pack I knew immediately, great club, great fan base, great facilities, and it was going to be a great challenge. So I said, let's go. Fight for the title, fight for the Champions League. It all made sense. Then I was on a flight to Glasgow on Friday morning. I did the medical, which was fine. I quick jog around the pitch at the training ground, and then I was in the team the next day at Ibrox, and I played the full 90 minutes against Hearts. The players took me out after we won 2-0. And I was still sipping my first beer. And then there were another three thrown in front of me. I said, don't kill me on my first night. So, um, about a whirlwind few days for Pedro Mendes signing for Rangers there. Um, what a player he was, by the way. Um, nice to see. Um, always like seeing uh, players who are, remember fondly, speak fondly of their time at Rangers. It feels like that's, that's a mutual appreciation um, between the fans and the players. Um, very last bit of news. The refs for the Vaya Cup final have been announced. So Nick Walsh will uh, be the main man uh, on the day. He'll be assisted by linesman Frank Connor and David Room, while Kevin Clancy will take up the fourth official role. John Beaton will lead the VAR um, for the derby, and Graham Stewart will be acting as his number two. So I don't know really <laughs> when. I- when I when I wrote down this down in my notes I was planning on giving you my thoughts on it, but it doesn't really matter um what it it is. Uh, the the refs and Scottish football are only good enough for the best of time, so it doesn't really matter what um what combination we've got. But that's uh, the men in charge for the League Cup final on the twenty sixth of February. So that's everything for me folks. Um I'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Uh the boys will be back tonight. Um, for the live stream which will also be available wherever you get your podcast shortly after. Seeing the boys I'm not really too sure who the line up is, but somebody will be there talking I'll find Rangers and previewing the game against Livingston on Saturday. Also a shout out for the Premier League show which um dropped last night, myself, Mason and Jamie um trying to go through the all the talking points for the Premier League While the thievers watching the Arsenal-Man City game in the background So you know, that was a fun pod to do So hopefully you enjoy that And until the next time I speak to you Take care <laughs>